God is good, and we are not. But God is so good that we are loved. And through his justice and through his goodness, he took care of our sin by placing it on his son, Jesus, so that we could have relationship with him. Yes. See, left to our own devices, man, we're some bad apples. Yeah, we are. We're some rotten scoundrels. We are sinners, y'all. But there is living proof that God can take what is bad and make it good. He's not finished until our tree is flourishing. We're here to talk about it all. The rise, the fall, the faith, the fear, the good, the bad, the wins, the losses, life, love, and, and all, all of the above. And we're here to God. have fun while we do it. <laughs> this is the Bad Apples Podcast. Let's go. Hey, Merry yeah. Christmas. <laughs> I'm really disappointed you didn't have like a Christmas edition. Feliz Navidad. Mm, 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 mm. That's... Go ahead, and we're gonna start it all over. We're just gonna do that with the jingle bells in the background. I love it. You know, welcome to welcome to the Bad Apples Podcast. It is officially oh, bro, it's officially Christmas time. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's just I'm in heaven. Yeah, except the weather. Well, the weather is terrible. But like I said last time, mm-hmm. is I truly believe that somebody when they were sitting down planning out when Christmas needs to be, yeah. they decided when is the weather the worst? It's now. This is when we're going to celebrate Christmas because yeah. you know, you got to redeem this time. Man, it needs redeemed. It does need redeemed. Thou shalt be saved. Okay. <laughs> so we are we are excited to be talking with you about Christmas stuff. Man, we got a lot on this episode. We've got oh. the beginning of the Advent coffee and man, I am excited to talk about that. We are going to be talking about the bad apples gift guide, yes. which we are pumped about. We are going to help you out with some gifts like $10 and under, yeah. $20 and under, $50 and under, and $100 and under. Hopefully, give you some ideas to, to check off some of the people on your Christmas list. You got, you got plenty of time to do some shopping. All right. You got yeah. plenty of time. Yeah. You know, we're here to help you. Um, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Yeah. We may even have. Do we have affiliate links, links in the show notes? Will we have any? We will those? have an affiliate link uh, in the show notes. Uh, so you can go to this link that will be in. Uh, the description of the of the episode and purchase what I link there. Yeah, and it helps us out. It does. All right, we're not a ton. We're not going to get rich. Yeah, no, you know. but we're official associates, affiliates of Amazon. You oh, know what yeah. I'm saying? Sponsored by Amazon. Thanks, Jeff Bezos. That's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah, we just call we got to call him Hefe now. Yeah, he's the boss. Yeah. Well, we, do you want to go ahead and jump into what the product is, or do you want to wait till later to do that? Well, I thought we'd give people one more bit of preview. I like but it. We can we can wait. We can just tell them what the serious thing is later. I like it. But we yeah we do want to talk to you with you about waiting and Advent and oh. like the re Advent sort of thing. It's going to be exciting. We are pumped about this episode. But yeah. we need to start off as we start off every single time. Ooh, how, Cody? How you been, man? Man, I've been blessed and highly favored, my guy. Is that like a real thing, or are you, are you, are you deflecting? <laughs> no, I mean, I've, I've been great. Like, yeah. um, coming off of a really busy, uh, really busy season uh, with, yep. with school, with work, with just think life in general, uh, led a rooted class. So that, you know, that was amazing. Got to witness a lot of life change there. But yeah. um, just, just a really busy season. And uh, just kind of coming off of that, I worked a lot – in college to kind of get ahead. Mm-hmm. So I only have maybe two, two or three big, big assignments sure. to do. Um, so yeah, man, pretty good. Like I'm doing, I'm pretty good. Good, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm glad I, I gave that. you the churchy answer. Praise God. Yeah, but sure. That, that was yeah, true. But for real. You're doing good. Yeah. That's tr- it. Truly blessed and highly favored. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm doing all right. Uh, thanks for asking. Uh, oh, hey, uh, but, uh, Hey Garrett. You know, 
<laughs> How are you, man? No, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. What were you gonna do? I was going. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, I'm doing okay. I, I, uh, I'm excited. We are going on a cruise for our 10 year anniversary. Yeah, man. Um, and so I joined the local gym, and man, I hate working out. It is my least favorite thing in the whole wide world. Tell yeah. me, I got to go to a gym. It's, it's, it's miserable. I'm proud of you. I hate going to the gym. But I've been going to the gym, and it sucks, and I and I hurt, and I don't have fun when I'm there. But it, I'm I'm gonna be healthier, maybe. We'll see. I don't see. know. I what, figured I should get a jump start on our New Year's episode. Yeah. What right is now. what is Garrett's what is Garrett's playlist in the gym? Is it podcast? It's podcast. I knew it. <laughs> I knew podcast. you weren't listening to some God smacking. No, there, you know? no. I I listened to uh, the new AJR album um, the first day that I was in there. You ever listen to AJR? Um, Tell me what if it is. you are a, if you're an underage person, there's a lot of expletives in there, so please don't go listen to it. Mom, AJR, don't listen is that to it the either. is it stand um, for something? It's it's these three brothers, and oh. um, so they've kind of got like a like a funky sort of pop indie vibe. It's weird. It like it's hard okay. to like put them in a box, right. um, <laughs> but it's these three brothers that they're from. New York, and um, this past year, their their dad died, and so okay. you get some of that in uh, their songs. There, there is a um, a song that's like I think it's God is God is really real or something like that, or okay. I can't remember what it's titled. But um, basically, they um, they're talking about the the song. I feel like really encapsulates the way that many millennials or um, Gen Z feel about God in general. Okay, um, and so. Mm. it's it's cool to it's cool to 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 listen to that i mean like obviously i'm not recommending that as a theological viewpoint gotcha. um but it's it's just interesting to hear them talk about it anyway or sing yeah. about it whatever they do i listen to gangster rap when i'm in the gym i'm not even surprised wu-tang clan ain't nothing to with okay <laughs> <laughs> sorry mrs dickerson I'm doing the I best didn't I can really, over I didn't here. Really cuss. I didn't really cuss. <laughs> doing the best I can over here. <laughs> the, the song lyrics say, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to mess with. So Yeah, sure. Anyway, um, <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> this is this is our show. Um, <laughs> we have been drinking some different coffee. Yeah, we have. So just so we can catch you all up, what we did is Cody's buying six coffees. I'm buying six coffees. Mm. We are... Um, splitting the bag in half and giving it to each other and so obviously cody knows what kind of coffee he's buying but i don't yeah and he doesn't know what coffee i'm buying so today we're going to be talking about three different coffees yes two of them that are from cody one of them that's from me we're drinking one of them now we are um but let's talk about the one that we already drank from you this okay. week um all right so what what was it that was the kaladi brothers from anchorage alaska and the single origin was a guatemala it was super good. It was great. It was really good. It was great. Um, it's it's a medium roast though that kicks like a dark roast. Yeah, I don't want to try their dark roast. I if that's actually, their medium. Yeah, I bought it because Guatemala is usually light. Yeah. So I bought it, and and then when you know when you said that, and also when I saw the beans, I'm like, man, this looks like a darker roast. Um, then I went back on their website, and it is a medium roast. Yeah. But man, yeah, they great must, cup of coffee. They must really go after it once the dark ones. But uh, hey, anyway, those Alaskans, man. Yeah, I don't know. We uh. I I had it out of the the Chemex and um, out of the AeroPress, and it, it was good both ways. I, I loved it. It was good stuff. Yeah. And this stuff is pretty good too. Yeah, man. And can I guess what it is? Yeah. 
I think it's an espresso roast. Okay, you're right. Is it? You know, yes. Um, I only know that because you accidentally let it slip before the show. I did, yeah. Cody's <laughs> terrible at secrets. So, um, Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm terrible with exciting secrets, but I'm an iron trap if you want to tell me something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell uh, me something juicy. It ain't, it ain't going nowhere. Right. Yeah. <laughs> tea is safe here. Yeah. All right, you know. Um, anyway, so I don't even like tea. I'll throw it in the harbor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> just, just let it go. Everybody here. Anyway, we're drinking this espresso. Tell us about it. It is. Um, so I'm probably going to get this name wrong, but it's intelligent. Intelligent. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And is, is it intelligente? Um, uh, sure, man. I don't know. It's based out of Chicago. It's in Chicago. Yeah. And it's the black cat espresso. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, that was one of those that I was going to buy for us. Is one of really? their one of their brews, and I'm not going to now. Okay. Now that I know that. Cool. I'm going to make, I'm going to diverge. Yeah, all right. Go a different direction. Swerve. Um, and, and next week, we'll, I'm going to make sure that we're drinking what I bring next week. Okay. Uh, I'm going to tell you now, it's going to be a decaf. Um, I'm excited. But I'm, I think it's going to be a really good decaf. Okay. And we're going to have Mike Skaggs on the show. Mike so, Skaggs is back, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be really good. So, Whoa. but. Yeah, we got a big reveal. We got to do it, man. So, all right. The coffee I gave you. Yes. You loved it. Of course I did. You loved it. What what do you tell me about it? What do you think it was? Um, I know for sure it was a very rich dark roast. Yeah, it was a very rich dark roast. Uh, as soon as you handed me the bag, I'm like, "Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a dark roast." It smelled my car my car up, yeah. like, you know. And it was very good. It's it wasn't too bitter. Yeah. It was really good as far as just Medium ro- or uh, dark roast go. So all right, yeah, the Starbucks holiday or holiday blend or Christmas blend is, right. is so good. All so, right, <laughs> y'all got wow. it. I got him. I wow. set the trap. I got him. <laughs> it was oh, Starbucks wow. Christmas blend. Wow, not a single origin. Hey, you know what though? What's crazy is that that's not over roasted. Like their like their store, like the yeah. store cups of coffee. Like so, if you would tell me that was a medium roast, I'd believe you. Because it's over roasted. No, it's a dark roast, but Dang. it's yeah, it's their Sumatra. So, oh, I'll, you know what though? Yeah, I, I freaking like their Sumatra. Yeah, see, he's backing I it do. up now. I like their Sumatra. So you I heard do. it here fo- first, folks. Cody Dickerson loves Starbucks coffee. Well, get that man a gold card. He's going to be a rewards <laughs> member here before the end of this show. <laughs> how about I speak in tongues on the podcast first? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I think there was a line that was crossed. <laughs> we are off to a great start. So so far, <laughs> this is what happens when you guys give me espresso at at almost nine thirty at night. Oh on a gosh, Sunday. it's already nine thirty. We got to get rolling on this thing. Uh, but we're excited to keep bringing different coffees to you. Yeah. Hopefully, it's something you go out and try. The nice thing is the the Black Cat espresso and the yeah. Starbucks Christmas blend. Those are easily accessible. Like, you can go get those at the store right yeah. now. And the Starbucks Christmas thing, I actually got it for free with my my reward points. Awesome. So, like, even better. I can't so, believe you did that to me. And, you know, I just want to share with you that I moved away from doing flavored coffee because I said I'm not going to do that to Garrett. And you you, you, you promised me that there was going to be flavored coffee. I know, so. and I decided not to do it. Okay. Well, I was prepared for it. <laughs> I was ready. I was ready to be. But. I wanted, I wanted so badly. Like when, as soon as we said we were doing a blind test, I was like, "This yeah. is great." You're gonna do you a Starbucks, Starbucks. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get them with it. Yeah. So you did. Anyway, it. you did. Uh, it. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. I still hate you, Starbucks. Now I'm gonna have to repent. 
To Starbucks? Or no, to God <laughs> for trying Starbucks. <laughs> but you also have to repent for, for, for. I didn't trick you. For leading me into temptation. No. Delivering no. me from evil. Anyway, next week we'll be talking about uh, three more coffees, I believe. And yeah. so uh, we'll get Mike's take on that decaf. He'll be appreciative of that it's decaf as I'm well. I'm sure. So anyway, um, but we also have a, a buying guide for you. Yeah. As you're doing your Christmas shopping and you're getting prepared, we thought that we would help you out in the best bad apples way that we know how to yeah. by giving you some different options of some gifts that you can get. Now, um, anything that we suggest, uh, remember, we are two dudes in our early 30s. Yep. Um, so just remember it's coming from that vantage point. Uh, but I, I think everything on my list is good for anybody. Right. Anybody. Right. And I think that we should throw in a wild card, like a free one. Okay. Like something you can do for free. Okay. Something that costs you nothing, really, that you can do for somebody else. So. Okay. I don't know about that one. Uh, I don't know either, but we're going to give it, we're going to make we'll that try. one the last okay, one. Okay, we'll try. So, Cody, uh, I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to let, I'm going to let you start with the number 10, or in the 10 spot. Okay. So you, this is 10 or under. 10 or under. All right. Here's where I'm going. And I know we I know we needed to pick one. I'm giving one, and I'm giving an honorable mention. I love it. Okay, my number one gift that I'm choosing because I'm because it's my gift this year. Mm-hmm. It's a calendar. Yes, but it's not just any calendar. Yes, every month is a dog pooping <laughs> in beautiful places, and that's what the that's what the name of the calendar is: dogs pooping in beautiful places. Four dollars. Uh, there we go. I love it. <laughs> on Timu. Uh, on Timu. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, but this one is brought to you by Amazon. So, uh, oops. Bad luck. Anyway. <laughs> does the calendar from Timu, does it have like all the, the right days in order? Have you checked that yet? Have you I haven't opened it. it. Oh, um, but it's better check it's out. It's gifts for everybody. So, oh, gosh. Sorry, everybody. Yep. Um, okay. Yep. So that's, that's your, your $4 dog's pooping calendar. Yeah. And so my honorable mention is. What I would usually get everybody, and everybody would get me, because the Lord knows that I needed in my bathroom, poopery. Oh, poopery is a poo-pourri. solid, solid decision. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. you know, yeah, the, the poopery is for real. Yeah, um, and it works. Yeah, bless God. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually used it. We just have matches in our bathroom. <laughs> if it's bad, you just strike one up. Let it go. That's so old school. I Dude, feel. it works though. It's like incense. <laughs> it's, it's like burning sewage. <laughs> A soothing aroma to the Lord. A soothing aroma. <laughs> oh, dude. We... <laughs> Oh, um, anyway, and for those really bad ones, we got those like long handled ma- matches. You want us to take a full two minutes to burn all the way down, <laughs> so it smells like you got a bonfire going in there. So hey, there's my uh, there's there's one of my you know super cheap gifts. You know how many boxes of matches you can get for like two dollars? <laughs> Infinite number. Um, I'll never, I'll never look at matches the same. <laughs> oh, That's yeah. awesome. Okay, well, that really wasn't mine, uh, but I, I got this for all the small group leaders last year. Okay, because yes, you, you know we're on a budget uh, when it comes to buying gifts for leaders, but we wanted to do something that's a little bit different, a little bit special. So yep. what I did is um, I got everybody socks, yep, 
with my face on them, yep. with PJ's face on them, and with Ashton's face on I them. I still have them. Um, and they're Christmas socks, and they're real festive. They're beautiful. Uh, and they, they got a lot of laughs. Got a lot of laughs. Oh, they were great. And so we ordered enough of them, too, that we got them for, I think it was like six ninety nine or something like that. You know, so it wasn't, wasn't much at all. And I did a quick little Google search. You know, it's 10-ish dollars. I mean, like they're like 12 bucks. Right. You know, so um, you might have to, you know, Break the bank a little bit, but it's worth it. The laugh is pretty fun. It's worth it. I mean, for it's sure. it's pretty great. And so if you're like, I don't really want to put my face on it, that's fine. Put their face on it. Yeah. Put your kid's face on it. Put the dog's face on it. Yep. You got a cat, eh, maybe maybe don't do that. But whatever whatever you're doing, you know. Yeah. Uh, custom socks, super cheap, easy win. Love that. I'm going to kick us off with, uh, with the $20 price point and I'll let you, you know, give yours afterwards. But here's what I think. If you got 20 bucks to spend. Okay. No matter the age. All right. Okay, maybe not no matter the age. But, like, you know, um, six and up. Six all the way up. Mm-hmm. Nerf guns. Oh. Dude, Nerf guns are so fun. Dude, I have some. Yeah, and, and the reason it's 20 and under is that you need to have enough, like, you, you need to give them two. Yep. Or, you know, like, you might end up spending a lot on Nerf guns. Like, there was one, there was one Christmas that I bought um, all of Emily's family nerf guns and put them in their their stockings yeah we just had this all-out nerf fight and it was awesome dude that's it was super fun um and so yeah like nerf guns always a win and you know no matter the age and you got like you know um i don't know if this will fly at everybody's work but at my work i got a nerf gun on my desk i'm I'm ready to roll you know any any given moment I, I don't think you could do that at school. But, no, you, know, you cannot. In my office, you can. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's also really handy if you take a if you take a, a paper clip and push it through the the end of a Nerf gun and make a little like a pointed dart. It's good for popping balloons. You get stuck Let's in the rafters. Oh man, yeah, man, you just dude. I have like a I have the ones that turn on. I have the Nerf guns that like turn oh. on. And then like yeah, those are more than twenty dollars. Yeah, they were so. gifts. I didn't I didn't spend them. I didn't buy sure them. whatever. I didn't buy them. Yeah. But uh, you know they're in my no know, judgment. Um, they're in my closet and around where my um, actual weaponry are. You know. Yeah, I mean, just <laughs> <laughs> if you have a home home invasion, make sure you grab the right the I right blaster. Right. Okay, you don't you know? Stick <laughs> up. So that, that says Hasbro on the side. You know. <laughs> anyway, Nerf guns, easy win. Yeah, twenty dollars and under, and get as many darts as you can afford. Man, like the little Valentine darts off of Amazon, mm. you can get a ton of them things, a ton of them Man. for next to nothing. That's we awesome. buy them for youth group. And the they're actually, they're not as soft as regular Nerf darts, so they actually sting. Like so, yeah, Nerf guns. That's what's up, dude. Man. What do you got? I can't follow that. Are you for real? Um, are we doing, so. $20 and under. 20 and then from there are we going 50 Yeah, then we go up to 50 All right. My twenty dollars, simple, straight to the point. It's uh, you know, um, it's a good gift, but it's also you know, people need this. Okay, a blanket. Are <laughs> <laughs> you for real? Just yeah. a blanket? No, nah, it's blanket. Just a blanket. What have I bought for people this year? <laughs> oh, <gosh>. Blankets, bro. <laughs> Bank- blankets. <laughs> yeah, everybody needs a blankie. <laughs> That's such. That's so anticlimactic. No, 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 dude. Everybody needs to be warm. Well, you got a special blanket that you're like a big fan of? Yeah, Old Navy six ninety nine. <laughs> that's way under twenty dollars. That would have made the ten dollar cut. But 
regular price regular price is like fifteen. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know, nothing's ever regular price at Old Navy. That's true. But also, like the other blankets <laughs> I bought at Kohl's, they were like twenty. What movie is that? Where is it? The Zohan? Where the the, the, <laughs> the, the oh wow the the, uh, the um. Because the Zohan, he's a hairstylist, yes, right? Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. And yes. I feel like the the next door neighbor is their store name is going out of business. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm pretty sure you're they're right. They're never actually going out of business. It's just the name yeah. of the store is going out of business. <laughs> that's what. That's how Lazy Boy is. They've been going yeah, out of business true, for ten uh, years. For real. For real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm going. I'm going with a blanket. All right, blanket. Okay. Well, you better follow it up with something better at the, the fifty dollars spot. What okay. Do you got? I. Oh, you want me to go? Go ahead. Here's yeah. here's where I'm going. Sub fifty, fifty dollar tomahawk. Oh my gosh! <laughs> supposed to be across the board. Anybody, you know? Oh, dude, everybody needs a tomahawk. Why? Well, I mean, everybody needs a blanket. Everybody needs a tomahawk. <laughs> you like tactical tomahawk? Are you preparing people to live in the woods or something, dude? You never know. It's man. like survival kit. Yeah, and they need the calendar to tell what day it is. Then they need the blanket to keep warm. Then they need a tomahawk to stay safe, um, uh, you know, against like bears. And you need a poopery so that you know exactly dude. the the bears don't get your scent. Yeah, kind of. Anyway, um, okay, <laughs> tactical tomahawk. Yeah, man, I'm not surprised by that I, at all. I can't imagine you would be. Yeah. All right. Well, mine mine's real practical. Real practical. What was mine? You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stupid gift. <laughs> it's just it's just a bad way to spend fifty bucks. Um, I would I would say okay, you got fifty dollars. I got to make up for Cody's because this was dumb. Um, so hey, you know what, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you're really liking that button today. Yeah. Um, so I would say if you got fifty bucks to spend, this is way under fifty, but it's over twenty. It's the the Apple AirTags, if you got somebody that, that has Apple devices and they don't have AirTags, they're missing out. Okay, I don't know what that is. Actually. You don't know what an AirTag is? Actually, you know what an AirTag is? Okay, yeah. So, AirTags, it's, uh, let me see if I got, yeah, I got my keys right here. I'll show you. It is like this. It's a little tracking beacon. Oh, okay. You know, these things are okay. fantastic. So, you lose your keys. Yeah. You, it like, and it's, and it's. Not the tiles now. So if somebody's an Android user, get them the tiles. I got. The tiles, the, I have tiles. Yeah, tiles are fine. Um, but this is better. It uses your Find My app. It's got like you know, if if I'm looking for my keys, it'll give me like you know, um, hot or cold sort of. You know, it's like oh, you're getting warmer. Like okay. that's what my okay. phone does, and it shows me like I'm getting closer to it. Plays sounds, that kind of stuff. Apple AirTags, so awesome, so awesome. And I think they're typically like thirty bucks. The Black really? Friday they were they were twenty five. They're not cheap, but what's but awesome about expensive. them? What's awesome about them is you can have ten of these bad boys, and you can still find something to do with them. Like so, wow. if you got somebody that has an Apple device, yeah, and you're looking for just an easy win, get them an AirTag because like I've stuck them on my luggage when I'm traveling because yeah. then I know you know where they're at like on the conveyor belt, like they're getting closer. So I'm, as I'm wow. waiting, when my phone pings and it's like, Hey, your air tags are close to you again. I know that I'm, I'm getting closer. Um, you can stick them in your wallet. You can stick them on your dog. I know like Dude, that's awesome. there are people that they they make a, a bracelet that you can pop those in and then give it to your kid. And wow. so when your kid's off playing and they get too far away, you're going to get an alert. That's like, Hey, 
um, your air tag is, is gone. It's leaving. And so then you can like find your kid or the other thing that people will do is they'll play the, the alert on the air tag and the kid mm-hmm. knows it's time to go back to mom. So that's cool. And, or when you get lost and you're waiting on that person to come find you, that person has a tomahawk just in case something happens until the person comes and finds them. I don't think the tomahawk, <laughs> I don't think it's there, man. Yeah. So, but, um, <laughs> but that's if, awesome, if you're really. trying to get to the $50 mark with that too, don't just buy them the air tag because the air tag on its own is, is just like a little disc. Okay. You need to get like the, either a sticker or, um, the, the key ring or some sort of way of holding the air tag for that person. So okay. All right. get them both. Don't just get them the air tag. Uh, you can go to Walmart and get the, the little key ring things. I think I got a, a four pack of them for like $15 or something like that. I don't remember. Might Dude, have been awesome. less than that. So air tags, big time win. You should definitely go get one. Yeah. I love it. Good stuff. I had no idea. Like I'd never heard of those. I I have tiles. My mom got me tiles one year for Christmas, and I used like I put one in my wallet, use yeah. them, you know. It, and but I didn't know Air Apple was doing those. Yeah, so that's really the, cool. They're they're nice because it it meshes with everything else. And so. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. All right, what's next? All right, so do you want me to lead off on the hundred? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I'm expecting big things from you. You got to be you know punching above your weight here for the 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 hundred spot. I have two, but I think I'm just going with one. Oh, he's got two. All right, well I'll tell you, the best gift. That I've ever given at the hundred dollar mark. Okay, was to Emily, and it was a pair of nice slippers. All right, I got her some UGG slippers. Dang, I like yep. our second, first Christmas together. Yep, first Christmas together. She still wears them things all the time, and they're Man. in great shape. Yeah, wears them all the time around the house, out and about, whatever she got to do. She pops some things on. They're in awesome shape. Wow, um, it's like. Some of the best hundred dollars I've ever spent yeah. on anything. I bought a so, pair of those before. Yeah, like the UGG slippers. The other one, and you've been raving about them, are like Teva slippers. Oh yeah, um, and they're fantastic. If you can go get a pair of nice slippers, because people don't like buying themselves slippers. People yeah. definitely don't like shelling out a hundred dollars for slippers. <sighs> yeah, same. You know, ain't no way people want to do that. So if you can do that for them, mm-hmm. you're giving them luxury. I think one of the important things about a gift. Is that you give, especially when you're giving gifts to adults, it's like, get them something they wouldn't get for themselves. Yeah. Like, so you're, you're reaching a little bit like, I don't know that I need another air tag. Well, get them an air tag anyway. Yeah. Now they got to figure out what to do with it. And it might end up being a really good, good thing. You know, that's you awesome. put it on their dog. So I, for years I, w- I would go back, well, it was one Christmas. I would go back to Cabela's, which is like a Bass Pro shop. I would go back to, um, to Cabela's. They're actually owned by the same people now. Yeah, they are. I would go back, and every time I'd go back to the slipper section, and I want I wanted these bison mm. skin slippers mm. with fur in them, and yeah. I never would buy them for myself because they were ninety dollars. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, if I knew that the Tevas were like just slippers, I wouldn't have bought them. I thought there they were. Go. I thought they were just, and I wear them to work every day, bro. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I still do it. They're slippers. My, and, my, and my principal is the like, back folds down. Yeah, <laughs> my, princi- like, my principal is like, "Hey, man, what are the name of those shoes?" Because he's like wanting some now. And then another, the, like one of the teachers just bought a pair, 
And they're like, man, I love those Tevas. I'm like, yeah, that's what's up. And I, I had to be honest with him. I'm like, hey, man, listen, these are slippers. And he's like, hey, they, they look good. I'm like, all right, let's do it. There we go. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I never wear mine really out and about unless I'm going to the store or something. You know, it's you, like, prob- you probably haven't seen me in any other shoes since I bought these. That's true. What do you got now? I got the brown ones. The tan. The tan. <laughs> The tan. Oh my God. <laughs> As we speak, and I want the, I want the dark green or the black ones. I, oh, I bought my brother. I bought my brother a pair. The whole collection of them, and I want the navy blues. Oh you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, Cody, for Cody's a, a, a Tiva believer. Yeah, uh, I I don't know. I I think that's an awesome gift. You know, yeah, it, it is. It, it's a it's different. Something that people typically wouldn't buy for themselves. Yeah, it's out there and. It's really nice. It's just a nice thing to have. Yeah. It's like a really soft blankie. My dad says, do not buy me slippers. <laughs> Every year he's like, oh, another pair of slippers. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, know your audience. Okay. If, uh, you know, it's funny. Though. If, they, if they already have enough slippers, then move over to flip flops, you know, nice yeah. pair of flip flops. Yeah. So never mind. Those are kind of like a personal choice. Yeah. I, I hate flip flops, dude. Yeah. You're wrong. I mean, I'm also huge, so me and flip flops. I don't know if that goes. Yeah, I, don't know. I can go with slides. Big, okay, big boy slides, you know. All right. Yeah. Anyway, all right. What's your hundred dollar thing? All right. <laughs> here it is, man. I'm gonna, here's I'm gonna go with this. Now I haven't personally bought this for someone, but I think I'm doing it this year. I think I'm pulling the trigger. Oh, and I'm man. doing it. Oh, baby. A robot vacuum for a hundred dollars. Yeah, there's one that's like ninety. Dang. Yeah. See, I tell you, spend up on that bad boy. Yeah. Don't get them the hundred dollar one. I've had the hundred dollar one. It's fine. What you need though, everybody needs. All right. If you if you're listening to this and you ain't got a robot vacuum, stop what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Get on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Go get the shark that has the the bin that like it self empties. Is that five hundred dollars? I don't care. It's worth every oh my single God, cent. Son. Every single cent. <laughs> oh God. Like, dude, it's it's amazing. I you mean, know, I'm sure it is. It, you know how nice it is. Do you have it? Sit. Yeah. Oh yeah. We've burned through two of them. But like, my like, because well, we had the hundred dollar one and we killed it. Uh, yeah. You know why? Because it sucks to to take. It the, sucks. That's a good no, thing. No, to take the the little dust cap thing out. Oh, you know. So you got to go and every time it goes, and then you got to go get it and oh. do the thing. But the other one. Mm. Dude, well, I mean, I'm sure that thing great. is a monster. I'm sure that's great. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't five hundred dollars. It wasn't cheap, but it wasn't five hundred dollars. Yeah, and so, but the room is only one fifty. Yeah, yeah, you know, as long as it's so. got as long as it's got the thing, the base, the self emptying base. Oh yeah, that is jeez, life changing. Well, never mind. You just pooped all of mine. I know. I'm saying, take the hundred dollars you're going to spend on that gift uh-huh. and, and get an a air fryer. <laughs> okay, because that's fryers. my second one. Air fryers are are next. That level. was my second one. Yeah, it, and again, I don't. If if somebody's listening to this and you got an air fryer or a Roomba, yeah, treat yourself this this yeah, holiday get season. Get it? Because I mean, for real, I can't believe you don't have a robot vacuum. Because I'm so OCD about vacuuming, though. Who cares? What's what's awesome about the new ones is they're not they're not like hodgepodge, go anywhere sort of things. It looks like a zamboni hit my floor <laughs> every every time every time that thing runs. It's like perfectly straight lines. Yeah, and, and I don't even know if the floor is clean. Doesn't matter to me. I got the lines. The lines say that it's good. It's it's good to go. And so 
Yeah, yeah but dang, I'm only in that hundred dollar budget for a Roomba. For I or the other one that they like Amazon Amazon's ratings for the Ufi was way higher than the Roomba. Get the Ufi. But it's a it's that hundred dollar one. Okay. Well but like I mean, do your research. Yeah. But the self emptying base, man. Well that of course sounds amazing. Yeah, you, it's it's yeah. worth every penny. Yeah. Yeah. It's like having a dog, except for you don't have to feed it all the time. I wonder what Apollo would do. Uh, he might not like it. Not, Luke doesn't love it. That'd now be fun. He, he's cool with it now, but you know he didn't really like the kids at first. Now he's cool with them. So yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Anyway, so that's our our gift guide to you. I love it. Hopefully that's helpful. We gave you some practical things. We gave you some not as practical things. Um, I think they're practical in my life, and I think people in my life would think they're practical. So. <laughs> <laughs> No. My goodness. But I will say, you're always very utilitarian and practical and and things are very good when you do when you when you give ideas and and a lot of the way I live now is because of you. Oh. So live in the imitation of Garrett. No. Be like be like Garrett. Don't do that. Anyway, hey, we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna be back and we're gonna talk a little bit about Advent. I like it. Hey, you know what? We've been talking about gifts, and this is a perfect stocking stuffer that you can get for your family, for your friends. It's family-friendly. It's a game, and we're going to have the link to this in the description of this episode. So you can go to this link, purchase this product for under $15 on Amazon, and it's going to be family fun. It's called Secret Santa. It's a mystery Christmas party game. Figure out who's naughty and who's nice. It's a festive holiday game. It's the perfect party game for your Christmas game night, your youth group nights, anything, everything. Have some fun with it. Have some eggnog while you're playing it. Go to the link. Buy it. Have some fun. So my Advent readings, I've been going out of this book called um, Watch for the Light, and it's, oh. a, it's a compilation book. So it's a, it's a lot of different... Uh, a lot of different authors, um, yeah. writers, theologians, that kind of stuff. It's it's some different Advent thoughts, mm. and so I've been working through that. And I, I talk about this book um, with other people in the terms of it's kind of like mining for gold. Sometimes you're going to mm. find some rocks, and sometimes you're going to find some gold nuggets. I've come across some serious rocks in this book, but then there's some that have been so good. Okay, and I wanted to talk about an idea that that surfaced early on in my readings here. And then I even sent you uh, kind of one to piggyback on this. It's uh, it was by uh, Henry Nowen. And okay. he talked, yeah. uh, he talked a lot about waiting on, on the Lord and uh, it's been really cool. But uh, this one is the reading from November 24th and it's um, Christoph Friedrich Blumhart. Oh, do you know him? I do not. Okay. Um, Apparently he's important and he's holy, so get to know him. I like that. Anyway, it's uh, action and waiting. And one of the things that he he talks about what what he's doing is he's um, pulling Advent into something that we are celebrating and doing right now. We are continuing to wait on the Lord. Yeah. And he uses this passage out of Luke 12 to frame it all up. And so I'm going to read it for you. These are the words of Jesus to his disciples Um, In Luke 12, starting in verse 35, he says this, Be dressed for service 
and keep your lamps burning mm. as though you're waiting for your master to return from the wedding feast. Then you'll be ready to open the door and let him in the moment he arrives and knocks. The servants who are ready and waiting for his return will be rewarded. I tell you the truth. He himself will seat them, put on an apron, and serve them as they sit and eat. He may come in the middle of the night or just before dawn, but whenever he comes, he will be or he will reward the ser- servants who are ready. So understand this. If a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would not permit his house to be broken into. You also must be ready all the time for the Son of Man will come when is least expected. Mm. So um, he is, he's talking about, Jesus is talking about his return. Yeah. And so one of the things that happens with Advent, I think that happens with Advent, is we get so focused on the waiting that, yeah, Israel was doing the the Hebrew people were, were doing. We look two thousand years ago in the rearview rear mirror, and we think, "Wow, like this is all about waiting on Christ's coming." Wow, and yep. and it is. We we want to sure. celebrate that, and we want to talk about the hope that we have there, and that is like this is a perfect perfect time to be sharing the gospel with people because sure. this is the this is the best news ever. I mean, we talked about that at youth group, and just the. You know, this is Christmas is the best, and it's not the best because it's the greatest holiday, but it's it's the best because this is God coming to us. You know, Emmanuel, Christ with us, God's mm-hmm. with us, and you know, Jesus, His name, God saves us. You yeah. know, um, that's that is such an important thing to understand, and it's worth celebrating. It's worth making a big deal of. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but then there's this other piece mm-hmm. that He connects, and it's this re-advent idea of waiting on the Lord. So, um. We want to talk about that just a little bit without being like we're not like fatalists or anything like this, and right. we're not you know saying that the the end is is nigh. You know we we're not yeah we're not those people. We don't know that stuff. And and Jesus is pretty clear here that he's going to come when it's least expected. Yeah. So it's not clear as to when he will return, but he is encouraging us to be ready. Yep. And that's what I love about this passage here is, is that he's he's talking, um, Bloomhart is, is talking about this idea of like preparing yourself yeah, man. for Christ's coming again. He will not come in the same way. He will not be born in a manger, yes. in, you know, um, in Bethlehem. And instead, yep. he's going to come in a different fashion, and we need to be ready for that. And so yeah. um, I want to read this quote that I have underlined here. Um, or, well... Uh, yeah, let me preface it by saying this: like one of the things that he he talks about in his commentary of this passage in our world is he talks about how we have uh, instead of seeing ourselves as the servants, yeah, the slaves waiting on the master's return, we've made ourselves the master mm. in his absence. Wow! Um, and so we have we have made ourselves the master of the property. Wow! And so he has this quote in here. Um, mm. He says, perhaps, uh, or this time, perhaps the word is, what is the foolish, or what is the foolishness that you're doing in this house? You act as if things were going to always stay the same. Don't settle down as if you were the masters. And Man. so it's that idea of don't become, um, don't become confused about your role here yeah. um, as you wait for Christ. And wow. so, um, yeah, that. That's the thought I wanted to roll with a little bit. How's that hit you? What do you think? So, um, 
My, so I started, I, so I bought this uh, liturgical Advent devotion. Uh, I've talked about a liturgical Advent or a, a liturgical devotion that I do uh, by the same guy. It's called Thou Art My Vision. And it's a daily liturgy of just devotion. Yeah. And so he has done one for Advent. It's called, it's called uh, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Yeah. And it's Jonathan Gibson. Cool. Uh, which I'll, I'm going to talk about a lot okay. throughout this season. Um, and the one thing that started... Um, his, his, um, Advent devotion started last week. Um, and I started going through that. And the one thing that it led with is this is our time of, uh, preparing for our, for his, it's our first coming, but like it's, it's our, it's his second coming. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And it's a time for us to be prepared for that. And what, there's a quote that he, um, he, he dropped and I'm like, Oh man. And I actually posted it on Facebook today when I lit the, I lit the first candle and, um, I posted, I posted this and it says, let us wonder at his first coming Mm. while we prepare for his second coming. Yeah. And that, that that has just really hit me more than any other Christmas season has like, it's all I've always known. Of course he's coming again. Yeah. Of course I need to be ready. Sure. But I've never spent time in Advent during this time of the year saying, okay, he came once. Yeah. But he's coming again. Sure. I've always really focused on the birth. Yeah. And this year. I think year, it's normal. Yeah. And this year, kind of that re-Advent where now I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in awe and wonder that he came in the first place. Yeah. And I'm now preparing my heart as if he was coming the second time. Yeah, for sure. And that's just so powerful to me to look at it in that way. Yeah. Because I feel like I never have. Yeah. And I, and I think that that's what struck me was this idea of not just looking at this as Christ's birth, but Christ's return. Yes. And then there's this piece of being prepared Yeah, and being ready for that. And so um, when we talk about being prepared, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have your bags packed and you're ready to go on to glory. Right. Right. You know, drop of a hat. Right. Instead, I think that what this guy, Bloomheart, what he hints at Mm -hmm. is something worth sitting in. And it's like, make sure that you know who you are. Don't confuse yourself for the master. Right. And so I think one of the ways that we can prepare ourselves uh, for his coming again is just to remind ourselves who he is and to sit at his feet and to to be reminded and and the only way to be reminded is through diligently yeah pursuing the words of christ and letting them permeate our our minds so that we remember that he is king and we are subject yeah and so when we are prepared in that way when he comes again it is not you know, this this idea where he's coming in and wrecking all of what we've built as our own kingdoms. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Like we've made our own our, ourselves yep. the, the Lord of our own kingdoms. Instead, we've been pursuing his kingdom and he's coming to make it complete. And so I think that that is one way that we can just be prepared is by having an awareness of this kingdom is his kingdom. I'm going to strive for the things of his kingdom. Are we going to get it all right all the time? Heck no, we're not. Right, but right. When the master returns, at least, you know, you're making that progress of like, hey, this is, we're doing this according to your teaching, according to your way. We're following your lead the best we can 
through the guidance of your Holy Spirit and through the meditation on your words, this is what we have to offer you, Jesus, rather than saying, uh, Lord, look at how, you know, how we've set this up yeah. to serve me and my purposes so well. Yep. Um, you know, I hope that you're cool with this, you know, and you'll be a part of this. And one of the things, too, that I, I love about the, the passage that we read, too, out of Luke, is yep. that Jesus talks about how the when the master returns, he's not going to get to work ordering people around. He's probably going to come in and serve you. Sure. The, and that's the custom of Christ, that, you know, he washes his disciples' feet, you know, and he serves us. He gives his life for us. Yeah. And he loves us in that way. So um, it's not preparing for the master to come so you're not disciplined. Mm. It's instead being prepared knowing that, we're we're pressing on with the kingdom advancement in which he's trusted us and trusted us to to yeah, do. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. Absolutely. I think um and just thinking of just thinking of advent in general like you know it talks about anticipation. Yeah. And it, it I mean that's what it means is to that anticipation that waiting it's like that's what we're waiting for for the master yeah. to return. He's came. Sure. He's came already. He's he's came once. Like that, yeah. his first coming, and and we we celebrate that, and it's and it's amazing. But he's coming again. Yeah. And so that is, this is our time. Like this is the liturgical start of the Christian year. This is the Christian New Year. This is yeah. the the beginning of it. And it's like, all right, you know, here we are. Let's just the same way we start a new regimen or whatever in the gym on the first of the year. This is where we we begin and we start and say, you know what, this is this is my time that I need to get my heart ready. Yeah for for the coming that we're going to see yeah because you know there was waiting back then but now there's they're still waiting now where we're waiting for the second coming and that's when we need to keep our lamps burning we need to keep the light on you know yep and um so that's it's just a beautiful a beautiful look and even thinking about the master like there are a lot of times we we get so comfortable that we we think we're the masters yeah uh you know and really um we're just we're just these placeholders waiting for the master to come back for sure. You know, so that's beautiful. I, I love that quote a lot. Um, and I, and I love that scripture a lot. I, I actually read that scripture in, in the, um, the Advent devotional that, that I have. And it's just, man, it's just beautiful to think, um, to think about yeah. that we are literally preparing for that and we, for sure. And, and staying, <clears throat> staying aware of that. So, yeah, I, I did. Uh, I wanted to look really quick cause I figured this guy was dead and he's, Super dead. Like he, he uh, the guy who wrote this stuff, he died back in in eighteen eighty. Oh my know? gosh! Yeah, like wow. America was like a hundred years old. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this, but and and he, but he's writing in a voice that speaks to us now, a hundred and forty years later. Yeah. Wait, Wait is that right? Eighteen eighty six was when America was formed, right? I'm sorry. 1776. Oh, my bad. What was 1886? 100 years after America was born. Oh, my gosh. That's the first centennial. Oh, Um, boy. But, no, you think about this guy. Like, he talks about about being prepared for Christ's coming. And he, obviously, he did not see that. Like, he was not alive for Christ's return. But he still talks about being prepared. The reality is we may not see Christ's return in our lifetime. But being prepared is still going to be reward for us. Absolutely. And for the church and for the people that we're around. Because Jesus' kingdom is not one that elevates self, but instead it loves one another. Yeah, man. And so if we're able to to pursue that, it's only gain. And if Jesus returns in your the lamps are on and you've been 
diligent, diligently preparing for his return. Yeah. Man, good for you. Yeah, man. And if you die before he comes back, good for you. Good for you. You know, there's it's all gain. It is. And so um, I just think it's I, – I did not realize until just now how – far removed this guy is from us yeah and the other thing that that gives me great you know peace and solace with this is that so often we talk about how today we're so broken mm-hmm. we're so far removed from jesus and we've got so many things to figure out and i believe that i mean i think that's true right but this guy's writing in a voice 140 years ago yeah, where we're experiencing the same sorts of stuff yeah you know that reminding of hey you're not in charge you're not in charge jesus is in charge remind yourself that jesus is in charge and sometimes we think about the good old days like they had it all figured out and they were subject to jesus and they were ready for his return right but in reality they had to fight the same idol of self absolutely um and and be and they've been they've been fighting it for for hundreds of years sure and and they've just been fighting it in different ways right but it's it's more similar than we think yeah you know yeah and then there's uh, there's one other passage I want to talk about. I, I know I already talked about how I sent you the one from um, Henry Nowen. Yeah, man. And and that one was so good. And if you were to go out and buy the Watch for the Light book, it's it's worth it just for that piece. Yeah. I don't know. Can we link that whole passage in the that whole thing that I sent you? Maybe. I don't know if, about the copyrights there. I don't anyway, know, I don't know how I would do it, but maybe Thomas. No, or, uh, no promises there. I don't know. He Henry Nowen's also like old and gone so um there may not be copyright things i don't know how that works anyhow all to say if you go out and buy the book check that part out it's it's great he talks about waiting and what i love that he points out and he draws out is that what you see at the beginning of luke's gospel Mm -hmm. is everybody's waiting yeah man you see you know zachariah and elizabeth they're waiting you see you know you, you see mary and Joseph, they're waiting. Yeah, everybody is waiting. Yeah, and and God is working through that waiting, and He points this thing out that mm. I absolutely love. Mm. He shows us this picture of how we're supposed to wait, and it's we wait in community. When you wow. see Mary visit Elizabeth, yep. and together with their anticipation, yes, dude. their their combined anticipation, you see the the infant John yes, leap dude. in the womb, and it provides hope for one another because they're waiting together and they're pressing on together. And so by Mary being there, by Elizabeth feeling her baby leap, it's that hope of God's promise is true. And by Mary being there and hearing that this baby has leapt inside, you know, her cousin or aunt, can't remember, they're related. I just read it today, but they are, yeah, they're related. Anyway, but by hearing that Elizabeth, you know, experiencing this thing too, it, it, provides hope you wait together yep and that's what we're doing together we're preparing together we're waiting together and when you wait together it's way more encouraging than just waiting by yourself yeah so beautiful yeah beautiful it's it's such a good there's so much in there and it's so rich i'm like i was underlying a lot yeah you know and i think um, scanned it all and sent it to you so i think some some of what we miss about waiting is um a lot of people think waiting is doing nothing oh yeah a lot of people think waiting is just, well, I'm just going to sit here and, and God do it, do it when you do it. Yeah. Um, and I've learned in my life that there are, there are times and, and moments where that's absolutely, you know, God can work in that way where there's nothing we can do. We just have to wait on God. Like, sure. But even in that we can, we can prepare, we can pray, 
we can we you know there there are yeah. things that we do in our waiting um yeah it's just like that's the one thing i've learned about waiting is waiting is not sitting right and doing nothing sure waiting is preparing your hearts praying re- like re- for me practically like reading um just you know doing i guess yeah and there's not there's not a it's not a bad thing to do while you're waiting yeah does that make sense well and and one of the things that Henry Allen says here at the very beginning of this, he says, for many people, waiting is an awful desert between yeah. where they are and where they want to go. Absolutely. And yep. people do not like such a place. They want to get out of it by doing something. Yeah. And the reality is there's something to do, mm-hmm. but the something to do, you can't force God's hand. Absolutely. Instead, the active things where you're doing, like where you're waiting is you're like we said, encouraging yeah. one another. Yes. It's by being prepared to read the signs of the times and be yeah. ready f- to respond when the door is, is knocked, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and so I, I don't know. It's, it is a hard, uh, it's a hard thing, mm-hmm. the whole waiting on God. And, and when we talk about um, waiting on Jesus's second coming, it can become a really weird thing and, and an elaborate yeah. thing. And, and that's not our goal here um, because the reality is we don't know. We're just, trying to be prepared yeah and by being prepared we believe that is going to be better for us now whether he comes back tomorrow or whether he comes back in you know many many lifetimes from now yeah. so and i think um and just going going through the, the very um you know uh, familiar passage of scripture that talks about waiting like there's there's strength for those who who, who wait yeah um, and talking about the the uh, verse in Isaiah, it says, "But those who um, wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. Yeah, uh, they'll mount up with wings like eagles. They'll run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint." Like, yeah, man, like there's there's hope for us, sure, even in the waiting. Yeah, uh, there's hope for us personally, even in the waiting. Like, not only is you know God's going to come through because you know He keeps His promises and God God shows up for us, but like you know we can have renewed strength. Uh, even when we feel like we're in these desert places of waiting yeah. or when we're in the in-between. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. yeah. I love it. So that's it. That's our first Christmas episode. I love it. I feel good about it. Dude. <sighs> Christmas is just so amazing. It is. It's just. It I is. And into the world. And it's, uh, you know, and we have fun with all the, the fun Christmas things and talking about gifts and everything else. But I, I think, honestly, the the piece that's been most impressed on me this Advent season is Christmas is amazing regardless of your Christmas situation. Yeah. Um, not, not to downplay anybody's, you know, hardship this season, but Christmas is amazing because it's this picture of God loving us so much that yeah. he's going to be with us after, yeah. after he'd been silent for 400 years. Yeah. He comes to us in the form of his son. Yeah. He gives his life for us. And now he gives us his spirit. Yeah, and man. we're never alone, and he's always with us. And so, uh, I'm not telling people they got to feel good about Christmas because I mean, you know, I, I get it. There's a lot that's at play there, and there's a lot of heartache that comes with the Christmas season. But don't be so discouraged that you miss the hope that there is in this time, as we remember what God is doing for us, the way that God is pursuing us. Yeah. So, we want to encourage you. As you wait on the Lord, wait in hope. Yeah. 
knowing that his promises are good, that he sent his son to die for you. He loves you incredibly much. And that's why we celebrate Christmas. That's why we make it a big deal. We hope that that encourages you this holiday season. So, Cody, yeah, tell the people what they want to hear. God loved us first. God loves us best. And God loves us most. This is the Bad Apples Podcast.